following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! It's the Retro Network Time Machine, and it's time once again to double back and relive our pop culture past. Your pilots on this journey, you've got Jason here and Mickey. Hey, speaking of time machines and doubling back, for your information and for everybody listening, all three Back to the Future movies are on Amazon Prime right now. Okay. I watched uh, Back to the Future 2 again the other night. I've got it on a DVD set. An early one, not the uh, more recent one where they've got all of the like the cartoon series and everything with it, you know. Yeah, I've got the original DVD set too, but it's just so much easier instead of getting up, putting the DVD in, <laughs> just take the remote and dial it up. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way now. Every time that I go out to buy like a, an actual disc, I'm like, does it come with the digital copy? Just so I don't <laughs> have to get up and open up the cabinet and put it in the player, you know. <laughs> I wonder... How long do you have to redeem digital copy codes on stuff? Is there a time limit? Well, I've bought DVDs from Big Lots that were years past their expiration date, and it still took it. So, Like I was telling you off the air, we just went through and organized all our DVDs, and there was a bunch I was putting it up. It's got the sticker on the front for digital code inside that I'm pretty sure I've never redeemed. So I might need to <laughs> go through those. Yeah, then you don't have to leave the couch. Yeah. Well, no, some stuff just, you know, it's not worth the digital release. Well, to some people, like Willie Nelson and Honeysuckle Rose, that's not going to have a digital code. But I've got the DVD. Now, could you hook up a VCR, or have you hooked up a VCR to your setup there? I could, but I have not. Well, you need to, uh, I mean, there's some stuff out there that I would, I still have that I like to have a, VCR sitting around. I actually, ours burned out last year, like I've said, and I found one at, the th- at a thrift store for $2, man. And it wow. works awesome. So that was I, the find of the year so far. I have one. I need to put it in here now that you say that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get uh, rolling along with the show here. We are once again sponsored by our friends at Retro Days and the Retro Days YouTube channel. If you have not checked out RD's Retro Detention, here's your. Uh, formal invitation as we've done numerous times before 20 episodes just sitting over there waiting for you to binge and there's a link right in our show notes to head over there to subscribe to retro days d-a-z-e and start watching also wanted to shout out our latest vip nerd jam yay uh, nerd jam he signed up at the two dollar level this past week and we've been chatting over there on the vip lounge and uh, he's also getting our bonus articles and videos over there on Patreon. Something special that I dropped uh, this past week. I posted some pictures of the Blizzard of 93. Ooh. So I've been going through all these pictures. And you know we've talked about several different topics that uh, pertain to these. So I figured I'd start posting some pictures up there on Patreon each week. And put some visuals to our words. You know. I just Blizzard don't of- have a whole lot of old pictures anymore. I wish I did. I'd like to load more yeah. of that stuff up. Yeah, luckily, we uh, I had a GoBots camera that my grandmother bought me in 
I think it was a Christmas of 85 that I used up through my high school years. I mean, it, and it was the, you know, the old 110 little cartridge that you put in there. Yeah. And it had the little tower of flash, like, uh, I don't know how many bulbs, it was maybe 10 that you plugged into the top. It took great pictures, man. I'm telling you. And I used it for years. So a lot of those are off that camera. I've, I've still got a bunch of pictures from my childhood and, I'll, I'll get up there so our VIPs can uh, enjoy those. But, uh, yeah, that's all I had for this week, unless you had any uh, anything you wanted to pass along. Nope. Good show. We'll see everybody next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going flying solo in the time machine this week. No, uh, where are we traveling this week, Mick? What year? Do you know? Uh, I wish you wouldn't ever put me on the spot. <laughs> okay, Spring I'll... of 1985. Spring of 1985, and we're going to be looking through... The second issue of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe magazine. Oh, this is going to be fun. I've been uh, digging into this deep. I've got some fun facts about uh, the magazine and even the publisher behind it uh, as we go back in time. So let's not waste any more time. Let's jump in the time machine and head back to 1985. All right, here we are in 1985. We're looking through He-Man and the Masters of the Universe magazine, issue two. Mick, do you ever remember flipping through one of these or seeing these on, uh, you know, magazine racks or at the newsstand, as they say? The only magazine rack we had was at the local Piggly Wiggly grocery store. Uh, So, no. (laughs) I never (laughs) saw these before. I want to say that I maybe had an issue or two. Uh, because one of the posters in the magazine and the one we're looking through is just such a familiar image and really kind of takes me back to that era. So, but I'm not for certain that I actually had one or not. And maybe I've just, uh, <laughs> really like the image or, uh, like thinking I, that I had one back in the day, but, um, why did I choose number two? You may ask, well, there's a little method to my madness. Issue 2 was the first to feature the He-Man mailbox, which features letters to He-Man, which I thought would be fun to read and uh, play a little game with, actually, that we'll we'll get to. But uh, we are putting scans up on the show notes on the website. So, uh, you know, we're going to try to, like we've done before as we flip through here, uh, wove a uh, tapestry of <laughs> description to you. Uh, but you know, if you have time and you want to go over to the website, just click on the, uh, you know, the embed link for the, the podcast and you can listen to on your, uh, laptop this week as you're flipping through the, uh, scans that I'm going to be putting up and it's on archive.org as well, you know, the internet archive. So I figured it would be safe for us to, to share that as well, since it's out there for public consumption. But before we dive in, uh, here's just a little history on He-Man and the Masters Universe magazine. First published in uh, 1985, ran for 16 quarterly issues through 1988, published by a company called Telepictures Publications in New York City. Now, this was the same company, and maybe you you know some of these, Mick. They published G.I. Joe, the magazine. Never saw that. Uh, GoBots magazine. Nope. The Muppet magazine. Mm-mm. Also, Thundercats, Alf, Barbie, many more. No, 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 no. No? None of those magazines? We never saw anything like this around here. 
Well, a little fun fact here. The publisher, Don Welsh, he bought the company in 1987, and he renamed it to Welsh Publishing and ended up doing more magazine titles, DuckTales, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Simpsons Illustrated, Looney Tunes, Superman and Batman, many more out there. And then in 1984, Welsh sold the company to Marvel. Now, the amount of the purchase was not disclosed. Although, uh, from what I've read, his annual revenue was estimated to be about $50 million wow. at the time. So, the company did not go for cheap. But, uh, it, you know, it was mainly just all the licensed characters that they were building these magazines around. Mm-hmm. And as you can see by the, the cover price, it was only $1.50. And there's ads in there for $6 a year, four issues. Well. So, as a general business rule of thumb, when you're selling a business, you typically go, you start your price at four years worth of revenue. Mm-hmm. So I would say the negotiation started at 200 million. Whew. Just at a guess. Yeah. Adjusted for inflation. That's probably closer to 400 million. Well, which seems ludicrous. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just mind blowing. Uh, when I saw that number that you're making that much out of a, uh, you know, publication business and me being our company that I work for, our primary business is printing publications, magazines. So it was very interesting to me seeing how my, I know, I know our company pulls in some money, but man, this guy, uh, this guy struck it gold when uh, he sold it to Marvel. You got to track us down a copy of that GoBots magazine to do on a future episode. I, uh, I've, I've found some of these. I, I went GI down Joe's to GI Joe's are online. If you go to three D Joe's.com, I think it is all the scans are there, man. So we've got plenty of these out there. I've actually, I went down a rabbit hole, like I said, and let's see, I, I purchased the first GI Joe issue off of eBay today and a few others. So I'm like, Oh, I got to get my hands on some of these. These are great. So anyway, a little bit about the magazine. It's uh, just a mishmash of a lot of things. It's got several sections in it. There's a comic book style story that's about four pages. There's also like a more of a written story. They've got illustrations there, but it's all just, uh, you know, like reading a short story. You've got puzzles and games, lots of ads we can talk about, and also the pop culture news of the day, which is uh, Orko's Earth News or something like that. Uh, So we're going to go through all this, and uh, I think most fans that will remember He-Man and the Masters Universe magazine will remember the iconic fold-out posters that we were talking about. And I think the first one had like three of them in there, but each one had at least one that you could, you know, you gently pull out from the centerfold, and you fold it out, and you can pin up on your wall. So, good stuff. All right, well, let's dive in. Like I said, it, I found this on uh, the Internet Archive, also on He-Man.org, if you follow that site. They had it over there, too. But great cover to start. Is that What was the name of that spider? Spider? Spy, mm-hmm. um, He-Man's uh, kind of raising his axe to go after uh, Skeletor, who's on there. And uh, very great cover. And we start on page two with a Marvel's Secret Wars ad. Now, you can probably talk to this more than I can. Well, I can talk to it from two ways. One, the ad itself is the same ad that they used to put in all the comic books of the time. So I've got multiple 
physical copies of it. And two, the Secret Wars comic book series spawned the toy line. And most old comic collectors and stuff still love this toy line. Little articulation. They bent at the... The legs moved and the arms moved. <laughs> and the heads <laughs> twisted. But they come with the 3D or the lenticular shields with the image, you know. Yeah. It would look different. But they made characters then that you just don't see them make anymore. So... It's a pretty cool line. I've still got an Iron Man and a Doctor Doom from that line. Nice. Doctor Doom there on the is one of the main characters there on the ad. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out because like I had no superhero figures growing up for some reason. I didn't have any of the Secret Wars, none of the Kenner line. And I was trying to figure out what that like little 3D image was. So I had to go out and like look at what you know, Google it and see what was going on there. Because I had no, no toe in the water on superhero figures. So the next page is uh, each issue had a letter from He-Man. And we don't necessarily have to read this. I mean, but it's basically just them pushing to, hey, we're back. And here's what you can uh, find in this issue. And it shows you right down below there, Mick, how to pull out the, uh, the fold-out yeah. posters from the middle. No two adult. Yeah. So <laughs> and it just shows them bending out the staples. Right. <laughs> essentially. Uh, next page. Here's another ad that I know I've seen Oreo ads in uh, comics. I don't know if this one in particular you might recognize, but I thought this was fun. It's like almost a uh, decoder cookie <laughs> for a puzzle. Yeah. I don't recall seeing this one before. Very fun. Uh, all right, and then we get to the uh, kind of table of contents here. And you know some of the things we talked about, the He-Man mailbox, the Orco Earth Report, which is kind of sprinkled throughout. There's also a He-Man of the issue, and this would be fun to read. This is basically a kid that did something special, and oh, he's, gosh. he's named the, uh, the He-Man of the issue. And then uh, tells you about here what else you've got going on and a, a glimpse of the two posters that were in uh, this magazine. Now, they are scanned at the end, Mick, but you can see them here. One is actually the cover, and then you've got another Roboto poster that's really cool. That's the you, image that I remember from a kid. You hear that, Tony? You got to get on eBay and find a copy of this magazine so you can get you a Roboto poster. That's right. He probably already has one. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> All right, so here we are at the uh, beginning of the He-Man mailbox. And Mick, reading through these, and this being the second issue, I'm guessing that the uh, the publishers, the editor, the writers, whatever, uh, manufactured some of these. <laughs> so I thought we could play a little game, and this is where we're going to earn our explicit rating this week. A little game of legit or bullshit. Okay? Okay. Okay. This was fun. So the first one you can see here, they drew a little uh, picture of Skeletor. Dear He-Man, I'm six years old, and I like your show very much. You are nice. I hope you beat Skeletor. Matthew Metz from Maryland. I I'm would say that that's legit. legit. Yeah. Okay, dear He-Man, I think you are cute, and Orko is adorable. If I lived on Eternia, I would be fighting on your side. I would be Tila, of course. I really enjoyed your magazine, especially the posters inside. I am in the sixth grade. BS. Sixth graders don't use the word adorable. Yeah. 
I, I would kind of lean towards that. Nobody did anybody find Orko adorable? No. All right, dear He Man, <laughs> if I could help you on Turnia, I would break into Snake Mountain and get rid of Skeletor. I'm going to collect Masters of the Universe posters from your magazines. I am 10 years old. Kevin Jones from Indiana. Yeah, that's say legit. I'm thinking so as well. Okay. Dear He-Man, Orko is funny when his magic goes wrong. Bullshit. I have an, I have an <laughs> idea for a new hero. His name is Color Man. He changes colors. First he is red, then he changes to blue or purple. I am seven years old. Kyle Martin from Oklahoma. That sounds like something Eric would say. So I'm going to say, yeah, that's probably <laughs> legit. <laughs> All right. Next, uh, we got a, a kid to send in a picture of Buzz Off. Dear He-Man... For three years in a row, I got straight A's in school. I think that's a He-Man accomplishment. I'm 11 years old, and I think you're terrific. Morgan from Wisconsin. Dear Morgan, I think you're pathetic. <laughs> uh, brag in there. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know about that one. Because it's got the picture, I would say it's probably legit. Yeah. Uh, dear He-Man, I'm eight years old. I play football. I am a center. I am quick to snap the ball to the quarterback. I tell everyone that I am a He-Man center. Charlie from Oklahoma. Well, again, it kind of sounds like something Eric would say. So we'll go with true. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, dear He-Man, I am four years old. And since I can't come to Eternia, I would like you to come to my house. You can bring Skeletor, Tila, Orko, Fisto, Stridor, and Battlecat. I think your friends and my friends would have fun playing together. Brian from New Jersey. P.S. I like tater tots. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say B.S. because a four-year-old can't write a letter like that. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. This is the, the kid's parents, at least, or something. I don't know. All right. We're going to skip over. The next page had a... Uh, just, just bring Taylor. Or just send Taylor. You don't even have oh, to. Oh, wait. Wait. There's another one that's coming up here that. Let me get to it here. All right. We got a few more of these. Dear He Man, I think you're great. I am 12 years old and my mom and I watch your show every day. She really likes Orco, too. At my school, I am the best artist in my <laughs> class. How do you like my picture of you and Orco? Chris from Michigan. That is for, uh, how old is this kid? 12. 12. Yeah, that looks pretty good for a 12-year-old. Yeah. I'm the best artist. In my, who says that, man? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Dear He-Man, some may think I'm too old to collect Masters of the Universe stuff, but I think you're a real hero. I watch your show every day, and I thought the posters in the magazines were great. I'm trying to make a copy of your sword in school. In case you're wondering... I'm 15 years old. And, Rod- I have no, and I have no girlfriend. <laughs> Rodney from Michigan. <laughs> 15. I don't know, man. We still collect the stuff. How old are we? Yeah, but were you at school trying to make copies of He-Man's sword at 15? No. Probably not. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> A few Unfortunately, I'm going to say that one's legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dear He-Man. I have your first magazine, and I love the puzzles. I read the stories all the time. I like you very much because you are a good man. I am five years old. Christina from Texas. Hmm. Probably legit. Uh, five years old. Wow. 
Now, this is my favorite. This little picture of Trapjaw down here. Dear He-Man, here is a picture of Trapjaw. I am eight years old, and I collect Masters of the Universe figures. I'm looking forward to more of your magazines. Jeffrey from Massachusetts. In 1985, were people really collecting figures? Uh, I don't know. What do you mean? Well, I mean, when you were eight years old, did you look at it as collecting figures, or were you buying new figures to play with? Well, Here's, yeah, I mean, it was playing, you know. Yeah, but we're seeing a lot of people saying, I collect, I collect, I collect. I don't believe collectors really existed, so to speak, then, except for maybe baseball cards and comic books. Yeah. So, I could yeah. be wrong. I'm sure there's some people that bought and stuffed in a closet somewhere and just cashed in, you know, about five years ago. All right. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Dear He-Man. I really like your magazine. I like the posters and the first issue and would like to see more. Someday, I would like to go to Eternia, visit Castle Grayskull, and meet you. I would also like to meet Tila because I think she's cute. I am five years old. Todd from Ohio. (laughs) BS. That's the one I was like, you got a crush on Tila at five years old? Yeah, you're supposed to think girls are disgusting at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. He must have flipped over to Shiro when that came on the air, you know, this later this year. I'm going to watch it in my room by myself, Mom. <laughs> Dear He-Man, I'm nine years old, and I like your magazine a lot. I hope you beat Skeletor and his evil friends. I like it when you say, by the power of Grayskull. Matthew from New York. I'm calling that one legit. Yeah, unfortunately. Dear He-Man, I want to say hello to you and Orko and Tila. My brother and I watch your show every day and play He-Man a lot. Matthew is three years old, and I am four years old. When we play Masters of the Universe, I play you. Well, they're into role play. Jonathan from Georgia. Hmm. All right. On the next page, the final page here of the mailbox, we got a fun picture of Castle Grayskull there from Benny in New Jersey. Then we got a few more letters here. Dear He-Man, you meet funny creatures. They battle you, but you always win. I hope you have lots of stories to read in He-Man and the Masters of the Universe magazine. Doug from North Carolina. Hey, back up to that 15-year-old. He addressed his letter, Dear He-Man. Surely to goodness, this kid didn't think He-Man really existed. (laughs) I don't know. If you're 15 years old and collecting figures at the time. Well, he don't say anything about collecting figures. He's just trying to make a copy of the sword. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think it's in his uh, special ed class when he had time to try that. <laughs> okay. Two more here. Dear He-Man, here's my suggestion for the He-Man and Master Universe magazine. I would like to see lots of mazes because they are my favorite kinds of puzzles. Thank you. Just go buy a book of mazes. Beth, Beth from New York. Yeah. No kidding. All right. And finally, we got a picture of what is that? <laughs> I'm thinking it's supposed to be. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, is it a is it a person or is it a jet? It, uh, Stratos. Stratos. I'm thinking Stratos. it's supposed to be Stratos. See, it kind of looked like the Talon Fighter, but yeah, but I don't see know. what you're what you're looking at is flames coming out the back of it. I think it's the red feathers on his leg. <laughs> this is fun trying to interpret kids' pictures here. You can call it fun. <laughs> Dear He-Man, I really like you. I lived in If I lived in Eternia, I would help you fight for justice. I will be looking in the store for the magazine. 
Well, if you if you're I looking did. for the magazine, how did you how did you mail in a letter? Right up a couple pages before it tells you how to subscribe, so you don't have to look. All right, that's all the uh, the He-Man letters. Next page spread, actually, we've got Orko's Earth report here, and uh, I thought this was timely. Under TV, here comes the Ewok adventure featuring the Ewoks made famous in Return of the Jedi, and they've uh, they don't give you any times or anything. They just tell you what network it's on. It's ABC. Have you ever watched the Ewok movies? A long time ago. I don't think I have. Uh, Battle for Endor and uh, Caravan of Courage. Mm-hmm. I've got the DVD they put out like 20 years ago with both movies on it. But it's, gosh, it's probably been that long since I've watched them. We went but they're through, on Disney Plus now, though. That's right. Yeah, we went through Disney Plus last night in the, what do they call it? Star Wars Classic or Star Wars Retro or... Vintage I don't know. Or something. I don't They've know. got some kind of section now with all that stuff. The Ewok movies, the droids and the Ewoks cartoons. I didn't see the droids cartoons. Oh, it wasn't on there? I was no. thinking that was on but there the, too. The animated part of the Star Wars holiday special is on there, but not the whole special. Oh, weird. Yeah. We watched uh, the Clone Wars cartoon from like 2003 last night. The boy, he likes the Clone Wars, so... That was interesting. Uh, also on the page, we've got a ad for Starman starring Jeff Bridges. Have you ever uh, seen that movie? No. No, I haven't. The Alien from Outer Space Stranded on Earth. It stars uh, Marion from uh, Indiana Jones. Can't think of her name right now. as his uh, counterpart there. I watched it maybe about a year ago. And that was the first time in a long time. And eh, it was all right. Uh, now we got a little celebrity corner here meeting Joey Lawrence, who uh, is one of the newest stars of one of TV's most popular shows. Give me a break. Did you watch? Give me a break back then. Nope. I remember catching, uh, mainly reruns of give me a break, but, uh, Joe, it says here he's made over 45 commercials, several movies and guest starred on silver spoons and different strokes. This is great right here. This is uh, my kind of guy. Joey loves chocolate chip cookies, Mr. T, and He-Man in the Masters Universe. Yeah, Mr. T. (laughs) That's great. Me too. (laughs) All right. Over on the next page, we've got another little celebrity encounter here with Gunther Gable Williams. No clue. Who is the world's greatest wild animal trainer and star of the... Ringling Brothers and Barman Bailey Circus. I saw that show one time in my life. And it was actually since we lived here. The uh, the actual Barman Bailey, you know, circus. Just kind of on a whim. And uh, yeah, it was fun. But I, you know, that show's probably been going on. I don't, I don't know if it still goes on or what. I know it hasn't since COVID hit, but yeah, you know what I mean? Either. Uh, I always dreamed of being a carny. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Work with the traveling carnival. Stand around, smoke cigarettes, operate the ride. Seems like a good way to get rich. (laughs) Good way to kill a summer, yeah. Uh, Some other stuff on here. A couple of shows I had not heard about before. There's an ad here for The Ghost of Thomas Kemp. 
It was an ABC weekend special. Um, and then I thought maybe you might know this show since it was an HBO show called Brain Games. 1985, I didn't have HBO. I didn't get HBO till I got a black box in 1990. Okay, I got you. This says uh, there are six brain-teasing games in each show, including Space Voyage, Memory Rock, and Digitville. Put on your thinking cap and tune in. So I, I have no knowledge of brain games on HBO. Sounds interesting, though. All right, uh, now we're up to the He-Man of the issue, titled Bravery on Wallawa Lake. Uh, Mr. Kurt Erler, maybe? He has many different talents. He's a terrific athlete, a great pianist, and an honor roll student. He also loves animals, and when an animal needs his help, Kurt was there. Yay, Kurt. <laughs> oh, one, one very cold morning. I don't know. We, we might be able to play uh, the same game we did with the He-Man <laughs> mailbox. I'm assuming this is legit. Uh, one very cold morning, Kurt was walking to Walla Walla Lake. Near his home in Joseph, Oregon, he noticed that Baby, a tame deer from the wildlife refuge nearby, was following him. At the frozen lake, Baby started walking across the ice. Suddenly, the ice cracked, and Baby fell in. And uh, Kirk knew if he didn't rescue the deer, she would freeze to death in minutes. Knowing that his life was at risk, Kirk carefully moved across the ice. When he reached Baby, he laid on his stomach and inched toward her. Luckily, after several attempts, he was able to grab baby's legs and pull her into safety. Uh, yeah, okay. So he saved a baby deer. Hmm. I like here next to it. You could be the next He-Man of the issue. Tell Orko about your accomplishments at school, playing sports, or anywhere. I'm going to write to this address. <laughs> Dear Orko, this one time at band camp... <laughs> Yeah, Amen. <laughs> Dear Orko, we faced the villainous Higby and Associates one time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and so far we have conquered. All right. Moving along. Here's a kind of an odd puzzle, I guess you would say. They want you to roll the magazine up or no. What do they do? No, oh, they want you, you to look on... flat and flat. look from okay. the bottom. As if you yeah. can't freaking tell who it is in the picture. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was uh, that's strange. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Getting through here. So now we get the assault on Castle Grayskull uh, comic story. We'll just skip through there. You guys can read that if you want. But it, it looks like, though, I mean, mm -hmm. they've worked in Mechanic, Taylor Evil, Lynn Skeletor, Everybody. Manic, Webster, Whiplash, Buzz Off, Ram Man, Fisto. Manny faces, Triclops, yeah. Triclops, I see there, yeah. Like everybody. It's like one big, you know, it's like the little comics that you get in the Cobra Con toys. Yeah. Lots of stuff in there. But I, I don't it's pretty cool. They did a pretty good job with the illustrations and everything. But you're right, yeah, it's like a battle royal, man. All right, moving along. Uh next we get the Duke of Lauren story. We won't read through that, but uh, this little, uh, scarier, more, I don't know, towards like Conan the Barbarian style when, you know, like the uh, early comic book issues on this, uh, side page here, him 
busting through some rock men and Skeletor and uh, behind bars there. Uh, next, we get some puzzles, and then we get to this fun nerds ad. Yes. Two chances to win in every box. Play the nerds double chance instant win sweepstakes. <laughs> the grand prize, a 19-inch color TV with RCA video recorder camera. Yeah. So you get a, this is, I mean, this is high tech back in 85, man. Mm-hmm. A camera, essentially a VCR, I guess that is. And then the, the television, pretty good uh, runner up prizes. I'd like to go out to eBay and find like that nerds sports bag or nerds <laughs> wristwatch. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and a cordless phone. Wow. An 85, man. What is that six nerds rainbow scented stamper? Ooh, stampers. And then they were introducing the new flavors here. Raspberry and blueberry. Mm-hmm. And the classic box design too. Oh gosh. Yeah. Great stuff there on that ad. And then we go over here. We got more of uh, Orco's earth news, a couple books that we won't <laughs> to bother talking about. Uh, I have no recollection of those. And I really don't have a recollection of this movie either called Baby from Walt Disney. Do you recall this movie? No, it looks like it's got a little dinosaur in it. Yeah. Deep in the jungles of Africa, two Americans discover a unique baby animal. It's a baby dinosaur. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if that was like a wonderful world of Disney special or something. When I'm watching a movie, I can almost always tell when they're using fake dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. And I can tell this one's fake. Yeah, totally, man. (laughs) All right, more story. I did want to pause real quick here on this uh, puzzle because apparently the scan, they actually tore out some of these parts, but you could create your own character, which I thought was pretty cool. They had a couple different sets of arms and legs that you could uh, cut out and kind of glue there on the frame. And you can name your character in a special power. But you don't have many choices. <laughs> <laughs> you use your imagination. Yeah. You got robot legs. You got like lion legs there. I don't know what the other ones that were cut out were. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So we're seeing through the page. I, yeah. was like, I was like, that arm or leg has <laughs> like a picture of a dude on it. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> they had cut through there. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, now I did want to look through the next puzzle. Now, this is tore up. I did uh, piece together, Mick, on the, on the drive, the actual full puzzle so we can look at it. But this is, I always love these. These are always my favorite puzzles. The what's wrong with this picture, you know. And uh, there's some hilarious ones in here, but let's go see, through uh, here and see if we can pick them out. Skeletor's wearing ice skates. Yeah, he's got some, like, elf hat too it's got the full you know like beanie out the back orco's got feet orco's got feet yep trap jaw's got a mixer arm <laughs> which who's to say he didn't have that in his repertoire? he might have man yeah i don't know why does evil Lynn have a light bulb yeah i don't know tila's got an umbrella in case it might rain mm-hmm. fisto with the boxing glove and man-at-arms with a plunger. Now we know what he done in his spare time. Well, he's a mechanic, you know. Man-at-arms, you know, we need to 
head down to the <laughs> the royal bathroom and uh, help, help a brother out here. <laughs> also, uh, what was the lizard guy? He's got like hair, like blonde hair. Cobra Khan. Of course, Battle Cat's awfully small. Yeah, and what you can't tell there is He-Man has his shield backwards. Mm. It also looks like he's wearing a pink like chest plate there. Oh, and Triclops has regular eyes under his eye helmet. Oh, yeah. Mm. Fun stuff. All right, there's a small little uh, choose-your-own-adventure ad next to that. Yep. Did you read those books? I love those books. Me too. The Mystery of Echo Lodge I've read. Uh, Search for the Mountain Gorillas, no. I can't read that title on the next one. The Flying the Carpet. Yeah, I didn't Mummy's read that tomb. one. The Mummy's Tomb I've read. I've got about maybe 20 of those in the collection. Hmm. Uh, somebody gave them to me. They're like, we're cleaning this out. Figured you might want these. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> I've got a bunch of them that I got at a library sale. Yeah. Library bound copies. The ones that I'm seeking out the most are the Find Your Fate, which were G.I. Joe themed. Mm-hmm. And let's see, Transformers had them too. Our good buddy Adam from here at the Retro Network sent me a couple of those last year. I think he sent me a couple as well. I've got about half a dozen of those, but those go for a lot more than those. Choose your adventure books, I guess, because of the licensing and stuff. I saw a choose your own adventure game at Target. I've that, seen it at Walmart, and it's pretty cheap. I can't remember what it was, but I haven't I pulled the trigger on that. Last year, you and I covered that on the recurrent events section of one of our podcasts. We could have. Yeah. All right. Well, just wrapping up the magazine here. There's a uh, fun little crossword. You all want to do that? Roboto's word search, and then a nice. Half page ad here of He-Man and She-Ra in the Secret of the Sword. Oh, but it's it's the it's the next ad. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to but it. But glorious. did you uh, did you watch Secret of the Sword back in the I day? I have over here close to me the original VHS copy of that. The oh, commercial nice. Piece. We just covered it on uh, Rediscover the Eighties podcast last year. And went back and watched it. It was it's on the official He Man channel on YouTube. And if you're not a subscriber, man, there's a ton of episodes over there that you can watch. You don't really need to go go out and buy. That's why I haven't bought the Blu-ray because there's so many episodes out there for free. But well, last Christmas the wife got me that complete DVD collection. Mm-hmm. It's got all the He Man episodes, all the She-Ra episodes, the Christmas special, Secret of the Sword. It's got it all. So nice. Coming to theaters this spring. Yes. So it, it came out in uh, the spring of 85. And then September 85 was when She-Ra got her own series. And these, the, essentially the first five episodes were the movie split up mm-hmm. into five parts. All right. We've uh, delayed <laughs> Get to the next ad. Definitely my favorite of the, the whole book as far as the ads go. The Hot Wheels Railroad Freight Yard set. It's oh, one of their wow. stowing. It's one of their stow and go play sets, but the train tracks extend farther out. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Yeah, and you've got like uh, something, some kind of cardboard 
piece or something that comes out behind there because you see like grass behind the cars and like mm-hmm. a small little picture of a city or something back there. This is great. You got the crane. I'm trying to see what, you know, because usually there's the ramp that goes down to the bottom the other way. But this, you've got the little rail yard where you can take cars and park them in the garage on the top level. And then you can, you know, we've got some, oh, you got the Dixie Challenger there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see that first time through uh, on the bottom level. I had the one that was the garage, basically. You had the garage on top and the gas station on the bottom with the car wash. Yeah. We had that one. We had the construction set. Then at my grandmother's, they had the city set, which worked really well because the when the buildings popped up in it, it looked like Main Street in Hazard County. So we had the <laughs> nice. Dukes of Hazard cars. That was uh-huh. the main town there. And I love this line because it runs on imagination, not electricity. That's wonderful in this day and age, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. Gosh, all the dang toys and stuff that we've like hid in closets after Christmas because they made so much noise. You know, you rip the batteries out, and back in the day, man, oh, we just needed the setup. We make the the fun on our own. That's a great ad. I want that on my wall, like a poster of that, man. That's great. All right. And then at the end here, we've got the scans of the posters. Any of those stick out as your favorite? Well, I was looking at the Roboto. It looks pretty cool. But the bottom one has not only He-Man, but Moss Man. Or poster four has Moss Man. Right. It's kind of hiding in the grass there. Now, actually, I like the, the last one. I hadn't seen this before. He-Man riding Stridor. With web store swinging in, buzz offs there, fisto, clawful, whiplash. That's a pretty cool poster. Yeah, a lot of yeah. characters. The uh, the one with Roboto, I kind of strikes me weird because the the rotor vehicle, mm-hmm. those things didn't fly, but they're flying in the in the poster after them. You know, hmm. it's just kind of well, weird. But where the science ends, magic begins, Jason. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it, man. We made it through the magazine. We'll see how well that translated to audio. And if we uh, enjoyed that, maybe you want us to do some more, let us know. But uh, let's go ahead and jump back in the time machine, get back to the present day, and see what's going to happen in After Hours this week. All right, we are back in the present day. Hope you enjoyed the journey through time, revisiting He-Man and the Masters of the Universe magazine. Leave your comments on Twitter, at TRN Social, or if you want to pick us out individually, at RD80s, at Yesterdayville. If you're looking at the scans on the website, feel free to leave your comments there, too. We'll, we'll find you if you leave a comment. Mm-hmm. And uh, do us a solid this week. Leave us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. Help us climb to that top 200 chart like we've seen a lot of our shows doing lately. Uh, Mick, what's coming up in After Hours today? Oh, people going to get a chance to get to know you just a little bit better when we play a, a retro version of the This or That game. Okay, this ought to be fun. I've got some other stuff I wanted to pass along. I finally put bacon on my McGriddles. Ooh. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that. 
also tried the uh, Pepsi Mango this week. So, and we'll talk about a little food as well mixed in. But uh, yeah, if you're not a VIP, come join us over on Patreon. And you can get the uh, full VIP vault at the $5 level. Or if you just want to throw us a bone and send us a dollar, hey, we'll shout you out. We are not impartial to anybody throwing us money. So, hey, uh, <laughs> one thing, we'll, one thing uh-huh. right quick. We're always asking people to uh, leave us feedback. We've had three pieces recently. Okay. Uh, we got a five star review from uh, MX Sandy 12 back in February. It says Jason knows his stuff and is joyous about the era. I love how he combines his passion for retro with modern movies, television, and music news that's current today. So, this is when you were doing the recurrent events. Also, great editing and music. Such a professional and fun show. It's only professional when you were doing it by yourself. <laughs> yeah, here's one from March 12th from our friend Tim, Old School Ladies. Jason and Mickey are awesome at bringing the nostalgia and the laughs. The podcast has a very professional feel to it, while at the same time providing a fun, casual experience that reminds me of reminiscing with good friends. Highly recommend. Thanks, folks. Yes. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and would love to hear any other comments you have over there on apple Podcasts, like i said so for now we're going to sign off and uh head on over to after hours later today we'll find some more stuff about me mm-hmm. <laughs> i have no idea what's coming so this should be fun yeah i never philly man ahead of time on stuff like this all right well we'll end it we'll see you next week in time Sorry, I thought you could caught on by now that I'm, you know. <laughs> okay, well, I'll start getting ready. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing you the years in the in the topic. And I'll just say this. The He-Man and the Masters of the Universe magazines that I found on archives were the UK edition and are not like this one. They're full of comic book stories. Oh. That's why I said it's, I mean, it's like 25 pages and 20 of them were comic pages. I was like, there's not a whole lot to talk about. It. <laughs> you can't see the comic. Yeah, no. this looks like it's got some stuff in it. Oh, gosh, okay. yeah. This is, this is great. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.